You are listening to Grit and Grace, where I'm sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you and bringing stories to you of the most amazing women that are crushing it in business and in life. My name is Tomberly, and I'm a social impact entrepreneur, where I help businesses grow their community impact and their bottom line through their partnerships with nonprofit organizations. I'm also the founder of Tomberly's Tribe, a brand new group of female experts that from all different fields are helping women grow to their highest level of potential. Join us on this journey by downloading the Himalaya app, which is free, and follow us so we can keep you up to date on all of the new shows that are coming out. Welcome to my show. For November 2019, all of our Grit and Grace shows will be featuring stories of spirituality. I'm really excited to introduce you to women who are not only crushing it in business and in life, but also have a spiritual practice. They are individuals that have developed and expanded upon just what they do day to day and have found that greater meaning, that higher purpose, that higher calling. They are absolutely incredible, and I know that you're going to love it. Please make sure that you check the show notes for any additional contact information, or if you are looking to get more guidance or help on your spiritual path, please don't hesitate to contact me, and I will get you in touch with one of these amazing women, because we are here. Taverly's Tribe is here to support you. Now, welcome to Sacred November. We are back with another episode of our amazing series happening in this month of November, where I am speaking to the most amazing women that are creating environments in our world that are changing people's lives. They are connected to their spiritual side. They are connected to their business side. They are connected to mama earth and are creating ways in which other women and sometimes men, but other women can really show up to be their best selves, which is really just my greatest honor. So I'm so excited to have Dev Darshan with me mm-hmm. today. Thank you. Yeah. Um, call me Didi if you want. Call you, I mean, yeah. cause it was painful if you notice for me to say it, cause I call you Didi. So we'll be Didi. Yeah. Hey, that's out. Um, yeah. But you know, as a mompreneur and yep. a pleasure coach, yeah. you do a variety of things in your circles of yep. work. Um, yep. And I'm so excited to share with my audience all the things that you do. Yeah. And and one of the most important pieces I think that people should know is that you are a mom at the same time. Yeah. And you know, that's you know, I am too, right? I yeah. you know my kids are 19 and 21 now, but yep. you never stop being a mother. Never. Um, and so I think that the way that you have been able to balance that and really address the issues of moms, because there is a new study. Actually, I just heard a new study. I'm yep. gonna go on a tangent here. Yeah, there is a new study out that um moms, working moms are the highest number of burnout professionals out there. And I'm like, of course they are. Yeah. And so, there's so much, I got chills when you said that. And that's really my specialty is I want to help moms who are feeling overwhelmed and tired of trying to do it all. We have a lot on our plate. Yeah. You know, we're trying to make the careers work. Maybe we're a mompreneur where we're, you know, doing our own business and then we're doing it all. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we're trying to figure out how do we take care of science projects? How do we take care of kids as doctor appointments, you know, it's, and then if we have a partner, we have a whole other relationship to maintain. So it's a lot. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. And I, I think that I said on an earlier show that we, that women, we are like 
the world relies upon us yep. in every way, shape, and form because yep. there's not a single human that's walking on the planet that hasn't given birth, been given birth to by a woman. Right. So we are we are the ones that really should be spending more time ensuring that we are connected yep. and that we are aligned with who we truly are yeah. and who we can and who we can be because how often do we just get pushed to the side? Totally. And I love what you say about really being who we truly can be. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we, we get caught up in who we think we should be or who we think society thinks we should be. Mm. And really, I think we're here to live a life that's aligned with our soul. And for me, soul is living a life that's aligned with my truth. My truth may be very different from your mm-hmm. truth, but to me, that's soulful living. When I am living in line with my truth and I'm living a life that's aligned with soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And have, have you always felt that way or at what point in your no. life did you desire yeah. to be aligned oh. with your soul? So it's just such a great question. So five years ago, I made a really brave decision to get a divorce and, um, I had it all. I had a corporate job. I worked at a publishing company, had two kids. I, I decided to stay home with them. I had a husband who worked and, you know, there was a lot of great things about our marriage and there was a lot of things that really just didn't work. And I just finally hit this point where I said, you know, I don't want my kids to grow up in an environment where, mom looks like she's resentful Mm. and I want to grow up. I want my kids to grow up knowing just what love is and knowing that they can have the life that they really want because it got, it gets complicated. It gets messy a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, marriage and finances and kids and, you know, Mm -hmm. and we just reached a point in our marriage where we couldn't get any further. And so I had to make that tough decision of like letting go and saying, okay, I value myself enough to know that life can be even better. So do you feel like that was um, even the universe's way of showing you in where your marriage was lacking that there's another path? Totally. Because, you know, you and I both know that when, when you go on a spiritual path to... I almost don't say awaken anymore. I say remember. Um, Yeah, absolutely. When we remember who we are. Absolutely. Then things change. It's an absolute transformation. And that, that means things fall away. And it's funny, an intro show to these series in November that I recorded, I talked very much about the transformation that happens when you decide to remember who you are, especially for women. Right. Totally. And, um, a lot of times you just get caught up in those busy lives. And, you know, I just returned from a trip to Costa Rica, Mm -hmm. um, for, uh, advanced sex skills and erotic secrets. It's mm, part of my, which we're going to talk co- about soon. Yes, yum, yum. Yum, yum. Should we talk about it now? No, yes. just kidding. Um, <laughs> we should maybe and, say that how we warmed up to the, yeah. can we talk about how we warmed up to the show? No, well, no, we can't uh-huh. talk about our warm up to oh, the show. Yes, yes. <laughs> Please let's do. <laughs> I'll just tell you guys that when Dee and I get together, the first thing we do is we, we have a spanking series. I mean, it's, just, it's our, it's our hello. I, I right. am, I am the recipient of the spank. I'm just saying <laughs> so far. Um, anyway, Maybe next time we'll turn the tables. <laughs> right, right. Anyway, moving on. It just got warm in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's part of the fun of being an erotic blueprint coach. Yeah. And erotic blueprints are 
a way for us to know our pleasure and our turn on like love languages. A lot of people have heard of love languages where you're, um, you have a certain language that you just kind of naturally fall mm-hmm. into. Well, it's the same with pleasure and in bed with your partner or even just yourself. And so, um, I just got back from, a, um, an advanced course for my certification in Costa Rica. And, you know, the amazing thing there was first off, I realized I was putting a ceiling on my pleasure and there's really no ceiling. I mean, there's so much pleasure that we can have in the bedroom and outside of the bedroom. Everyday life can be pleasurable. Can I just stop you there and tell you that this, I know this is so (laughs) profound that you haven't, you know, you haven't been a part of the other interviews that I've done Mm -mm. for this month. Mm -hmm. So you would, you would have no idea that this is the case. No, but every single one of us that have had this discussion have just said the same thing. Yeah. Right. That the, our capacity for pleasure our necessity to know our own pleasure yeah. in and out. And we're not, we're not just talking sexually. We're talking in life. Like as women, it's a big piece of determining what we're here for. Yeah. You just have said the can, same thing. So I'm just I impressed. Can I share a little story that is yes, so please. from coming back from Costa Rica, right? Getting to back to what you were speaking of, we're really expansive human beings, but we got constricted mm-hmm. in a lot of our minutia of everyday life. And that retreat was awesome because it was like, oh my God, I feel so great and expansive and I've had so much pleasure. And I've remembered, remembered that that's really my natural state to be expansive Mm. and enjoying life. So when I came home, you know, as with a lot of retreats, you know, we kind of go through this integration phase, right? Mm -hmm. You've just had this phenomenal experience and now you're coming back to your life, right? And as a single mom, I'm like, okay, here I go. I get to go do back my, you know, picking up Legos and figuring out conferences. And what I realized was that is a limiting belief. I had that experience of expansion because it's already in me. Mm -hmm. It's already in me. So therefore it's accessible right here, right now in everything. So how can I bring that level of pleasure to my everyday life. And so I asked myself that question, well, okay, like I see all the output that goes with kids, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so I said, okay, how can I shift that with my kids? And I thought, this is a really kind of a radical different way of thinking. So just bear with me. But I thought, how can I think of my kids as my lover? Mm. When it's your lover, you're open and receptive to that person, right? You're open to receiving. Mm -hmm. So I thought, how can I receive from my kids? So I started seeing all the ways they were giving me joy and me pleasure Mm -hmm. and me happiness. Come Mm -hmm. on, mommy, let's go jump on the trampoline. Okay, great. Let's do that. Yeah. You know? So yes, that remembrance is so important. It is. And I think that it there are ways that we have this all the time and are not grateful for it. So maybe we don't recognize it or maybe we don't, or maybe don't re- we don't really define it. We don't put the words to the things that make us feel good because we don't think about it. Right. Right. Yeah. It's important to be grateful. Mm-hmm. You know, every night I write 11 things cause 11 is my lucky number. Oh. 11 things yeah. that I'm grateful for. And sometimes it's, it's simple things. Like I have running water, you know, I was a Mm -hmm. Peace Corps volunteer in, in West Africa and I didn't have electricity. I didn't have running water. And so there's always something, always, always, always something that we can be grateful for. 
And where I see a lot of work in my client or movement in my clients is when we can start to see that everything happens for us, not to us. Mm -hmm. Right. So there may be a difficult situation at work that you're going through. Maybe your boss is challenging and you're not communicating. There's a reason that that is happening. Maybe it's to help align you to your truth, bring you back to your soul, to your remembrance that you really are a powerful being. Mm -hmm. Or in in those cases, I like to think that maybe there's even just a lesson to be learned on how to be a better communicator. I mean, we don't always, we don't always shift. We can't, we can't, I should say, we can't always shift the lesson onto another individual or higher levels. Sometimes we just, we just learning in the moment how to be a better human. And, and I think that, um, I think that I agree with you a hundred percent. I think that there's always a reason that something happens for you. Yeah. And I, I even take that one step further. Mm. It always comes back to soul. Mm. If you're listening to your thoughts and your emotions, what's happening outside of you shows up for a reason. Mm. And it's to bring you closer into alignment with your soul. Oh, I'm feeling kind of jealous of that woman. She got to go to Costa Rica for a week Mm. and, you know, okay, what does that tell you? Well, maybe you want more expansion and freedom and that's aligning you to your soul. That's aligning to your truth. Just by identifying it. Yeah. 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 Or energy. uh, I always think of energy as your emotions and your thoughts. And those are always messages to bring you back into your remembrance Mm. of who you really are. So let me ask you a couple of questions and then we're going to, I want to talk about the different areas of your business that you work in. Um, Super. I mean, how, for a lot of people that are listening, this show has been in this month has been giving them guidance and ideas on how to start down the path of their own remembering. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's a hard process because if you, and I love the word Shakti, so I'm going to say that, mm-hmm. you know, if you have experienced a little bit of the Shakti, mm-hmm. you know, you, you want more, but you don't always know how you don't know what it means. You don't, you know, and I won't get into meditation and being quiet or practicing gratitude because we've covered that in this series mm-hmm. already, but mm-hmm. outside of that, I mean, how, how do you work with people to help them start remembering who they are? Mm-hmm. Great question. Hmm. Well, there's a couple of different tools that I draw on. And one is the Akashic records. The Mm -hmm. Akashic records is the database of your soul. So, um, it is a space that can be accessed on your own or with the help of a guide like myself. Sometimes in order to get into this space and receive information from your soul, it requires that you can sit and be still. And sometimes that's harder for some of us. Mm-hmm. So a guide like me can help you. Um, but that's how I started is I just started diving into my own records and just being open to hearing what is it that my soul really wants. So I ask that question every day, what is it that you desire today soul? And then I trusted whatever came. Because sometimes it it seems a little crazy and you think, well, am I just making oh, yeah. this shit up? I write like, some things down in my journal sometimes yeah. when I'm having an inner conversation. And yeah. sometimes I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will tell you that this podcast is 100% an example of that. Yeah. Where I had this drive one yeah. day to share the stories of women that were helping me in my business at the time, right? Which was at the start of my entrepreneurial journey. Yep. And I just had this flood of knowledge that I should host a podcast and I should interview these 
few women I thought at the time. Yep. And I, I had nothing. I knew nothing. I, I have never, I maybe had listened to a few podcasts, but I had no idea totally. what that, that would mean. I didn't, I just, it would not have, my brain would not have produced that idea on its own. Right. So I knew that it was a connected message. And so I just listened and, and here we are, but it's not, it's not easy sometimes to listen and take action because it's, that's the key yeah. is the take action part, right? Yeah. Because a lot. I cannot tell you how many women I work with and they say, oh, I get these like intuitive hits. Maybe intuitive isn't the word that they would say, but I get these messages or I hear these things and, but they disregard it because they think they're just talking to themselves or they don't, they don't have faith or it seems too hard to step really out of right? your comfort yeah. because the logical mind wants to always figure it out. But mm. what you just gave a beautiful example of was being in flow and trusting mm-hmm. And just trusting that process. And I can't tell you how many, how many things showed up for you. Oh my, right? well, here we are. What, we're 80 episodes. Right. So you know, beautiful. Over a year later. You're doing such yeah. great work. Thank, well, thank you. you. Yeah. It, um, it was definitely kind of a surprise. It was a surprise to me and, and I, and it didn't come easy and it failed Right. and the equipment failed. And then I had partners and then they bailed. And I, I mean, I kept at it because I had faith. I, I knew that yeah. I, I listened and I knew, yeah. um, but it wasn't easy. It right. just, uh, it doesn't mean just because you might hear it or know it doesn't mean it's easy. Right. Right. And it's so important to have, to cultivate that trust and that faith in believing in the unseen. Mm. So tell me what, tell me more about the Akashic records. What is like, what does that mean exactly? And what is the process of you doing? Is it like a reading of your soul? Is that how you would classify it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a reading. Yeah. That's a great, great word. So, um, for me, I'm self-taught and I actually have a certification program to help people learn how to get into their own records, Mm. but I self-taught myself. I I read a book with a prayer and I started accessing it. And then all this information started coming. I started seeing, um, past lives. If you believe in past Mm -hmm. lives, um, I started seeing past lives that I've been part of and, um, and then a friend said, I want to do that. Will you do that for me? And then it just snowballed into this, like exponential thing that just kept happening. And then I had people showing up. And so, um, I just, um, wanted to share that with more people. So I started doing readings and what I found is when we got into the records, you know, the records vibrate at the frequency of love. And when people are in that space of love, unconditional love, they're able to see things differently. So I would explain perhaps a past life that would look exactly like their present life, but somehow they could accept it and, and see it for what it was teaching them. Mm. It's really simple, but it, it's like amazing when, when we have that acceptance of where we're at, everything else falls away and creates way or path for something forward, something new Mm -hmm. to come forward. Right. Yeah. Is that helpful? Yeah. There's so much Um, we could say. Do you believe that we come into this life with contracts with our soul, like a contract to, or a lesson predetermined in this lifetime? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's always changeable. We're just talking energy is all we're really talking. Right. Yeah. But 
Um, I think that we come in with certain contracts and you can sometimes clear those unhelpful contracts because what I've also seen is people will get stuck in a pattern in this life and it might be linked to a past life, a contract that they had with someone Mm. else that's not quite finished. So we'll do a healing process in the records to help clear that energy out. And honestly, this is all energy work. The Akashic Records is really just energy. We're in an energy field. Right. And something's stuck. So let's see if we can work with the energy. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I had somebody um, that I know that recently did a past life regression. And um, they actually experienced a very negative situation with an individual that's in their current life. Yep. And they were able to get an answer to the question that they had at the time. It didn't resolve the issue in, in, in this lifetime, but they did understand why. So then they could let it go in a, in a different way yep. um, because what had happened in, in a previous life between these two, and it was two friends in yep. this life um, involved death. And so there was that, that tie remained um, yep. in a way, but it's interesting that it filters back in a new lifetime. Yeah. And that's where, you know, we just talking about, we come in to learn and clear and keep evolving. Our soul Mm. is what we're doing. And we get to just choose the way that that's going to happen. We're powerful manifestors. We forget that too. We are powerful manifestors. Everybody, not not Every, just you and I. This oh, is thank everybody. You. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, everybody. we are powerful manifestors. Well, shoot, yeah. but, <laughs> but, but everybody yes. has that capacity. And again, yeah. that's that remembrance. Yeah. And when we start to learn how to see that this is all just energy and, you know, we get to like choose how we're going to interact. And do you want to move through this energy through suffering or do you want to move through this energy with pleasure? Do you want to learn through pleasure? Do you want to learn through suffering? A lot of us carry an idea that we have to like suffer to learn. And that's a choice. But if you want to, you can learn through pleasure too. Mm. Do you think that the soul has an end cycle? Do we have a certain number of cycles? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then we get to move on and be of higher service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's... There's lots of great books out there. And one of my friends, Ainsley um, McLeod, wrote a book on um, your soul's work and old souls. And we're all just learning and we're all at different spectrums. Our souls are all on different mm. time frames, right? So, yeah, it could be like only a third of the way through, whereas you could be two thirds of the way two through. Two more lifetimes left. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, so You're I got to make sure cycle. this one's <laughs> really efficient. Right. All the pleasure, all the pleasure, all the pleasure I can hold, baby. Um, that, and I find that interesting because you can feel when somebody is an old soul. Oh yeah. But I also think that you can feel when somebody's a fresh soul. And yeah. it's funny that you say that. Um, I'll talk to you afterwards, but I, I, I'm, I know somebody who I think is a fresh soul and yeah. it's just sort of their, um, I almost, I don't want to say naivety, but maybe a little bit. Yeah. 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 They're, they're, they're newborns. Yes. They're babies <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And, and I, and you know, I'm, I'm careful to, to, I don't want to put judgment on anyone that's right. better than another. Again, it's just a spectrum that they're on in their learning curve, but they're yeah. usually ne- newborns, right? That's just yeah. another way to look at it. You know what I love so much about you, Didi, is that everything that guides you, you do it with love. Mm, and I, thank you. I, I love, love, I love that about you so much. Thank and, you. Um, I feel it from you and I know people can hear it from you. Mm, and I also feel mm. like 
your yoga practice must have a lot to do with it. And I recently read, um, Oh, I can't remember. Um, there's a woman who just had a book that came out and her book is all about her experience with her yoga practice Mm. over many, many, many years and how it's been transformational and how the lessons she's learned in yoga, it it comes down to, it comes down to love. Mm. And I feel so much of that from you that I, I want to know more about your yoga experience. And if, if that's a part of that for you. Thank you. Yeah. It, Found, it was foundational for me. I found Kundalini yoga just before I got divorced. And it's really what helped mm. me move through that created a whole other awareness for me in my life that I could see what didn't feel right anymore and what needed to be shifted and worked with. And the foundational now Kundalini yoga is a little bit different in that there's a heavy emphasis in meditation and and pranayama Mm -hmm. or breathing. And those two practices absolutely have changed my life. And, you know, I think when, when people say meditation, sometimes we have these connotations that it's this, you know, Zen yoga master who Mm -hmm. can just sit there still as a rock for, Mm -hmm. for hours. And clear your mind of think nothing. No, right. we talked about that on a previous show. No, it's like, I'm here to say that was not been my experience. I I like to think a tate. (laughs) (laughs) Think a tate. Oh my God. It's not mine. I have to, it's, it's Tom Bilyeu. He has a podcast and he he, he cannot meditate. And every time he said that now I use it all the time. I'm like, if you can't meditate, you can think a tate. I love it. Well, I had an active mind too. And one of the things that's so beautiful and so sacred about the Kundalini yoga tradition is mantras. So mantra meditation. So I just started meditating by chanting these mantras. Mm. So man means mind and tra means wave. So when we chant mantras, we lock our mind onto a different frequency Mm. other than our to-do list, right? Mm. And so that is what helped me be able to really sink into my center and get still through that active mantra chanting. Mm. Yeah. Sat Nam is one of my favorite mantras. Mm -hmm. Sat means truth. Nam means name. And so like, I would just, you know, go brush my teeth and chant my mantra in my head at the same time. And, you know, we think it has to be something difficult four hours on a mat, but the truth is, is my practice varies. Mm -hmm. It's so important for me to have that anchor though, for me, not everybody's like that, but for me, I have to have that every day. Gotcha. And the breath is also the uh, other really key thing because when you can change your breath, you can change your life also. So we get into these patterns and rhythms of breathing. And a lot of times it's very shallow. Mm -hmm. We're holding uh, fears. We're holding traumas. We're holding tensions and the breathing can help you release that. Mm -hmm. And so the breathing has also been really important for me and also in S-E-X. Also in yeah. S-E-X. In yeah. sex, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, it's just interesting to me that all of us are having the same conversation mm-hmm. really across all of these podcasts. And it's boiling down to <clears throat> these very important things that we need to do to take care of ourselves and to connect to spirit, to God, to the divine, to Buddha, whatever you, whatever you call, call it, it, whatever you want to, yep. whatever name you want to give it, yep. this connection to a source yep. that allows us to expand and, and grow and be our best is, it's kind of becoming a, a, a similar theme. And I actually, not that I thought we would all have different sort of 
things to resonate with, but um, I didn't know that we would all actually be saying the same things. Yeah. There's a wonderful book that I highly recommend by Matthew Fox called One River, Many Wells. Mm. When I was in Peace Corps, I had a chance to read a few books Mm -hmm. and that was one of my favorites. And he's saying the same thing. It's that there's one river that we're all tapping into, but we have wells Mm. all over, but we're all tapping into the same source. So yeah, we are saying the same thing. Mm. We're all beautiful. We're all one. We're all divine. We are all love. Mm -hmm. And we're just going about it in different ways. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of the human experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that. And is that what you do in your business primarily? Is your business primarily around pleasure? Right now, my my business is primarily around pleasure. I want to help people really know that pleasure is there, whether they're in the bedroom or out of the bedroom. Pleasure is accessible all the time. So let's just like really enjoy life. Like, can you imagine how different the world would be if we were all pursuing pleasure, if we were all experiencing pleasure? Do you think that that would, that everybody would choose healthy pleasures? Do you think that there are things that are unhealthy pleasures that? No, that's a really great question. Hmm. There, I mean, I guess there, there, there could be unhealthy pleasures if they are harming someone else. Yeah. 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 But you know, like, I mean, if we talk about, um, you know, kink, there's, there's lots of different ways to come to pleasure. That's that's one of the erotic blueprints. Yeah. Kink is one of the, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, kind of, uh, overview of what the erotic blueprints Mm -hmm. are is, um, there's energetic, sensual, sexual, kink, and shapeshifter. So there's five different types and one of them is kink. And so kink can be such a variety of things. Whatever is taboo for me, maybe spanking you mm-hmm. is taboo for somebody else. Like they would never think of that because mm-hmm. that in their mind thinks that you're being hurt, but you actually like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So as long as, again, I'm just coming back to, as yeah. long as we're the not question about somebody, harming. Cause yeah. I think that, I think that there are um, a lot of people in our world that's in, in this day and time that still need to be healed. And there are, we know that mental health is a real issue. And I think that a lot of those mental health issues comes from not having the access to heal trauma. trauma and right. And, yep. and so sometimes I feel like that has to still be our first step in a lot of, especially in the Western part of the world. Yeah. Um, that is, that is an important thing that, I think before people would be able to pursue healthy pleasure, they might have to heal some trauma. It comes up a lot in the work in the erotic blueprint work because there's so much shame around sex Mm. and there's a lot of, of things that have happened in people's pasts. So it's very common that the trauma comes up and it's, it's, something that we, that we work with. There's processes that we can follow processes, processes that we can can follow to help move out of that. And, and there's this great analogy of you can let those traumas drive your bus or you can put them in the backseat and Mm. you can drive them. So there's, there's ways that you can learn to work with that so that it's not from that space of, trauma driving the bus. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the work you're doing must be really critical for moms. Yeah. The other, th- yeah, it is because 
What I've also found as a single mom is that I need to make sure that I'm taking care of myself and that I'm getting the energy back that I put out, right? Because I'm there for my clients. I'm holding that space for them, knowing that they can freaking make the, create the life that they want. That requires that I hold a space. And so I'm giving, I don't know if I want to say giving out, but it's important for me to fill myself up. And sex is one way to do that. Mm-hmm. Sex is one way to really help yourself feel rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. But sex isn't always something that can feel that great for people. So in the erotic blueprint work, we get to talk about or work through what does sex mean to you? What is your, ple- you know, where are you on your pleasure scale? Are you at a six? Do you want to be at a 10? You know, we get to dive into your whole picture because it's just one aspect of yeah. who you are. I think, um, I think we should just t- push it to the conversation to the edge just a little bit. Okay, okay with that. here we go. Um, I read a, a part of a book recently that said that I think that's 40% of Americans are married. Yep. Uh, out of that 40% of Americans that are married, 70% have sex 10 times a year or less. Yep. Out of that 10 times a year or less group, um, 20% of the women have orgasm. And I think I kind of, I will admit it took me back a little bit because I think that that means that there are a lot of very unhappy married people because we know that, you know, sex is like breathing and and, and drinking water in the sense that we need it. And anybody who has not um, acknowledged that it's just, it's just not there yet. And I know that there are a lot of religious and societal beliefs that will want to discount that and that's fine. Yeah. Don't send me any hate mail. This is just, this is just our conversation. <laughs> right. Um, it's a path. Yeah. It's a path. And I, yep. I think that, but just knowing that women are not necessarily receiving a certain, you know, and I, I guess a goal of, of having sexual pleasure. And I know that pleasure is not just related to orgasm. So right. I, I know there's other ways for pleasure, but yep. I still think in the majority of cases, if a woman is not having an orgasm in a marriage, she's probably not having pleasure. Yeah. Absolutely. Or or pleasure with her spouse, which is why I bring it up. Right, right. Well, and a lot of times it comes back to that language. Mm -hmm. So my partner might be very sexual, but I might be energetic. And so for energy to get me in the mood, I need some space. So I need you to sit with me and just look in my eyes and tell me that you love me. Oh, and this is so much like the love languages for sex. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and a lot of times that lack of desire to really go there and learn more about sex is, it's just not fun. Well, it's not fun if you don't know how to speak to your lover, your lover doesn't know how to speak to you. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the beauty of the erotic blueprints is we get to learn what our language is and then request that of our partner and be the same for our partner or even just ourselves. Like I came to this work single. So I learned that, wow, I get to play this instrument myself. And now if I'm going to play in the energetic blueprint today, what's that going to look like? You know? Mm-hmm. So it's not just one of the mistakes that I made in my life was I thought that my pleasure was based on my partner. Right. But that pleasure is all in me. Right. And once we remember that that is where it is, then we can come to that partnership in a different way. Mm-hmm. But the blueprints helps give us a f- 
framework yeah. for understanding how we can get more pleasure out of that or have an orgasm or yeah or two <laughs> or two or three or at least or one freaking <laughs> a few hours <laughs> a few hours <laughs> <laughs> or one. Yes, yes people this is what yes. we're talking about in november <laughs> we're talking about sacred sexuality sacred sexuality well we're yeah. talking about all things sacred and i think yeah. that because we know that this show is interviewing women and a lot of us are doing women's work. Mm-hmm. You know, we are relating this message to women, although it's the same for men. The message yeah. is the same for men. Absolutely. I think that, um, there is nothing as, as expansive and as worthy of celebration as a woman who knows how to handle her own pleasure. And that's in every day of life when it comes to food or how you spend your spare time or how you move your body or sexually. I mean, this, this is an, an expanded woman knows these different areas of herself. And I think that that's something for people to think about. And there is power in that because once you start to connect to that, you will expand even more. Totally. That energy comes out of you and it then draws in more and you have to chase less and hustle less. Right. Yeah. It just magnetizes it to you. Mm -hmm. When you're in that field and in that flow, things just start coming to you. That's like our womb energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So how can people find you? Let's, let's start with that. Um, well, I'm on Facebook, uh, with luminous community. I'm on Instagram as luminous community. And you can also go to my website, www.luminous.community but it's also changing very soon. So that might be, um, we'll keep it in the show notes. Okay, yeah. great. We'll put, we'll put it in the show notes <laughs> okay. how people can reach Modifying, you. Modifying, right. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's, we're always, here's the thing is we're always evolving yeah. when you're ready to do this, be open to life and let it work through you and with you. You're always finding new iterations of yourself and I'm leaning into new iterations mm. all the time. So this is a new iteration of me. I would like to say it's an up leveling too. Yeah. This, and this is, um, you know, I've formed this Taverly's tribe, which of course you're a part of, and we have these group of women that are experts in business and in marketing and all different areas and in the spiritual realm and in the pleasure realm and in the, just the ability to be the most of who we can be. Mm-hmm. And we have healers of all type, a part of Taverly's tribe. Mm-hmm. I think that the word that keeps coming to me is that we help women up level. And I don't think that we can do that if we don't continue to do it ourselves. Truth. And... We could totally get into languaging here, but I won't go too much into that. But I like the word new iteration because up-leveling has a sense of what I was before wasn't maybe good enough. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I love, it's just, I'm leaning into a new iteration of myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't mean the the previous iteration was bad. I I, uh, like to say that change is sometimes really necessary, mm-hmm. not because what you've done before was wrong, absolutely, but just because it's a new, it, it needs to be new. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I see what you're saying. So up leveling, yeah. I, I won't, I understand what you're saying about yeah. that. Yeah. I still like the word. Still a great word. I'm still a wordsmith. Word. So I know. I'm I always like, like... <laughs> but I see, it, it's not because where you were is down leveling. Yeah, <laughs> Let's just right? be clear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not a positioning thing. It's yeah. just iteration. So let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, what the work, what do you want the work that you're doing in the world Mm -hmm. to leave an impact with? Like, how do you want the people you're working with to be impacted the most? Mm. I just want them to remember that they are here to be expansive human beings, that they can enjoy life. Mm. Life can be pleasurable. Mm. 
period. And when we can remember that, everything else will shift. The whole political, social, everything will shift. So starting with pleasure, I think is really important. I just want people to remember that life can be really fun. Mm -hmm. Life can be really great. Yeah, even when it's hard. Even when it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I know sometimes when people are in the really hard phase, it's hard to see that. Yeah. So we have to hear that from other people too, that it can be, it can be pleasurable. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Which is the message a lot of us are delivering. Yeah. No, that's when we classify, when when we um, associate ourselves or feel that pull of light workers or Mm -hmm. um, healers, that's, that's what we do. That's, that's. I think that that's really the important thing about women across this this planet mm-hmm. that are working in these areas to know that they have that ability to create that impact. And the others that are out there that need that impact know that there's people out there that can provide that for you. We have to show up in our authentic selves so mm-hmm. we can keep inspiring each other. Yeah, exactly. You said what I just said way better. I've clearly been doing a lot of talking today. <laughs> I'm like, beautiful. I think I just said that in three sentences and you said it in like five words. That's, that's so funny. <laughs> no, that's what we're doing. That's, that's flow and yeah. that's working together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, Didi, I think you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I am amazing. I'm, I'm going to put the link um, to contact you in our show notes, but I think okay. you have something special for Grit and Grace oh, listeners. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. A pleasure possibility call for oh. your whole tribe. Okay. Yes. If you would like to learn more about how can I live with more pleasure in my life, mm. let's talk. And so will they be able to find that on your website? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, or if you, if you're listening and you want to find out more, you can always contact me. You know, my info is everywhere. So you can (laughs) find me and I will get you in touch with Didi. Yes. But thank you. I love Mm. seeing what you do and the changes that you make. And Mm. as always, I really enjoyed our warm up spanking. I'm just saying. (laughs) As always, I do too. (laughs) Thanks for the work you're doing in the world. It's so important. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, Didi. Thank you for providing the platform for people mm. to be heard. Mm, I yeah. appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And for those of you listening, thank you for listening. This yeah. has been such an amazing journey to share with you the women that are making some of the most impactful businesses and programs and courses and teachings and coaching services that are really helping men and women. But we're doing a lot of t- conversations around women on this show but helping them really grow. And I know that if you are feeling a call or if this is really just like spoken to your soul and you want to know how to do more of that, get in touch with me or with Didi and we will make sure that we get you with the right person to help you develop that deep part of yourself because that's what we're here for. And that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. So thanks for listening and we will catch you next time. Mm We hope you enjoyed the show. Hi, my name is Les Conley. And as producer of this show, I enjoy listening right along with you. Don't forget to download the Himalaya app and follow Grit and Grace so that we can keep you up to date on all the exciting shows coming your way. And this show is available for you to watch on YouTube. Please check the show notes for links to our guests and feel free to contact us for more information. Taver Lee is a social impact entrepreneur, and she can be found at taverlee.com. That's T-A-H-V-E-R-L-E-E.com. And if you're interested in audio, video production, and post-production, you can find me at healantmedia.com. 
know your time is extremely valuable and we appreciate you spending it with us. Thank you.